This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Westport, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio part of the page and you can check out some past shows. You can even subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or even Spotify. But first, before we get to anything else, Tony, our co-host extraordinaire, Tony Shore, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing great, but I can't be doing as good as you are, man. I mean, just look at you. <laughs> You're just all uh, spiffy today and uh, excitable. I love it. <laughs> You're doing good. It's I wish I was doing half as good. You're in a good mood today. I can tell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's almost summer, Tony. I know. How can you not be in a good mood when it's almost summer? Oh, I know. I love the weather. So, yeah, I'm doing great, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm also looking forward to whatever the topic is today. I, you haven't told me yet. You're keeping me in the dark today. You, you like to spring it on me, don't you? I do. I'm going to pose it to you in the form of a question. Oh, no, Jeopardy. Yes. Are you ready? I lost on Jeopardy. Baby. Yep, there uh, you go. All right. Weird Al Yankovic reference. <laughs> yeah. A all parody right. of what song? Uh, Jeopardy. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Yes, by the Greg Kinn band. <laughs> he didn't stretch for the title there. No, he okay. didn't. Well, uh, for those out there who uh, don't care about Weird Al Yankovic trivia, uh, what are we talking about today? All right, I'm, I'm still going to pose it to you in the form of a question. And the question is, is your retirement ready for a bear market, Tony? Nope. Oh, all right. Well, then I guess we're done. Show's over. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I think I think it is, thanks to you. But, uh, you know, you better tell us about this and how can we get our retirements prepared for a bear market. A lot of people might think they maybe I just think it is, but it's really not. Yeah, well, uh, listen, we're going to cover a lot about how to handle bear markets in retirement. I think the first thing to remember above everything else is that no bull market has lasted forever. Well, that's true. And I just uh, we like uh, hearing you say no bull. That's what the show is about. Uh, this sounds like a great topic, but what exactly is a bear market? Maybe we should start by defining it. Actually, let's let's do that. But before that, let's remember this. No bear market has lasted forever either. Right. So both of those are as true as each other. So here, here, here let's define uh, bear market by going straight to investopedia.com. And they what they define it as is a bear market is a condition in which security prices fall and widespread pessimism causes the stock market's downward spiral. Now, although figures can vary, a downturn of 20% or more over a two-month period is considered an entry into a bear market. Now, take Monday, October 9th, 1987. Now, it's often referred to as Black Monday as an example. Now, on that day, the stock market plummeted all over the world. 
And you could see in the street.com article was what was Black Monday and what has changed since then? The stock market fell 22.6% that day. That was the largest single trading session fall in history. It was larger than the stock market crash of 29. Uh, it took the stock market two years to return to the level it was at. It was before Black Monday in 1987. Now, analysts aren't expecting a repeat of Black Monday, but it's really important to keep such events in the back of your mind when markets are performing well, I think. Well, why is that so important? Well, it's important to remember that bear markets are a normal part of investing. There's a CNBC article, Eight Things You Need to Know About Bear Markets. Now, from 1900 through 2013, there were 32 bear markets. So there's, on average, one every three and a half years. Now, in addition, the market recovered in an average of 10 months after a correction. Now, that's that's a little brighter if you go from 19. It gets a little darker, I think, if you look at it from, say, like 1942 through. But I, I this is a great way to do it. it. On average, 10 months from correction and on average every three and a half years. Now, the most recent one we experienced uh, was for 17 months. It was between October 2007 and March of 2009. Okay, uh, what exactly leads to a bear market? What causes this? Uh, butterfly deaths in Africa. <laughs> so a butterfly flaps its wings uh, across the world, yeah. and we have a bear market. That's yeah, what you're so, saying? Well, kind of. There's, there, there's so many factors that there's almost no correlation. There, it could be it could be at the whim of something that happens around the world. Uh, I, it dips it dips have so many causes. Uh, we can look at them, but I, I think the most important thing to remember is there's no rhyme or reason to them. The same event happening in one country does nothing to it happening in another, which causes something or at least points to it being caused by that. But I think there's some generalizations we can make. So there's economic geopolitical factors that can really weigh heavily on the market's performance. You see that, you know, there's a big story in the news and you look at the at the results of the market at the end of the day and you can see sometimes when those hit. But what that really means is things like, you know, international policy, regime regime changes, you know, political violence, unexpected election results, war, those can make investors nervous. Terrorists. <clears throat> um, you know, while the causes yeah. of bear markets, they, they often vary from event to event. Many economic slowdowns uh, usher in bear markets. So in, in its bear market entry, Investopedia notes that signs are things like uh, of slowdowns are things like low and low employment shrinking disposable income, weak productivity, and even drop in business profits. So those can be some of the different factors. Huh. Are there any other factors then that fuel a turn toward a bear market? Yeah, I mean, we can talk about the, all these different things, but again, even if you look at some of the first ones, it gets so convoluted, it's hard to really nail down what, what caused what. The market corrections can really easily transform into bear markets, sometimes just due to prolonged periods of investor uncertainty. That's probably one of the biggest reasons most of them happen, but bear markets can develop when the market isn't able to support stock prices, like you know when the tech bubble burst in the 2000s oh, or the real sure. estate bubble you know later. Economic, political climates, they can also sink in investor confidence, which in turn can affect the market. Or then again, when you think, you know, something like political, you know, a lot of people didn't foreshadow, you know, didn't foresee a great market at the beginning of this current presidency, but it, it did a pretty good job under it. Right. So there was a December 2018 CNN article that said investors are hypersensitive hyper to politics. Yeah. Now there's a survey of a thousand investors. 40% felt that politics were extremely or very important. And 70% of those investors admitted that news headlines regularly influenced their investment decisions. And I think now in this 
ever tied in in 24-hour news cycle. You know, people talk about the increased volatility of the markets these days, and I think that has a big part to do with it. So uh, you can see politics can really have a chilling effect on the market, but so can a thousand other things. Right. It, it seems like there's obviously no shortage of factors that can feed a bear market, and that makes it <laughs> that makes it interesting and hard to predict. Nobody yeah. has a crystal ball. Uh, definitely people didn't think we'd be where we're at right now. That's for sure. Uh, but everybody thinks it's looming, you know, around the corner. So we have to be uh, wary and we have to be prepared and ready for shifts in the market. Now, before we go any further, why don't you let our listeners know you have a special offer if they want to come in and talk to you about where their investments are at and how how their money is managed. Uh, You'll be happy to meet with them about that, correct? Yeah, we do a no cost, no obligation initial consultation. You know, our time is worth money, but what we really want to make sure is that, you know, we can sit down and help people put some of these steps together. Whether or not they decide to work with us, they're going to take something out of that that'll help their future. Now, you come in, especially when you listen to this, get in touch with us. We always offer, it's a customized, it's called the color of money analysis, uh, risk analysis, and you go online, you fill that out, and we sit down and we talk about uh, how that applies to your particular unique situation. And again, there's no cost, there's no obligation. You sit down, initial consultation, and you can choose from there, whether you work with us or someone else that you know you think might be a better fit. I, I, we find that you know we, we are often a great fit for people, especially when you take all these things in consideration. A bear market's something to be prepared for, but it's not something that should be stopping you from planning your future. Ah, good advice. So what is that web address and phone number? Sure. You can call us 800-339-9252 or you can go to compass-ltd.com. All right. And you know what? I want to remind our listeners that this is the Financial Compass. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. And of course, Matt, you're our host, Matt Brunner. And Matt, you've been discussing preparing our retirement for a bear market or the ups and downs in the market. And so far, you've detailed some of the things that contribute to these bear markets. Um, And, you know, you mentioned you wanted to analyze a bear market's different stages and before the show. And I wanted to clarify that with you because a bear market having different stages, that's not something I had thought about before. So what do you mean by that? And what's what's the what would the first stage be? Okay, well, the first stage it's usually characterized by well high prices and strong investor sentiment. Now, investor sentiment is the overall attitude toward a particular market. Now, that phase ends when investors leave the market and take their profits with them. Uh, so the money leaving the market triggers a bear market second stage. As those stock prices fall, trading slows, corporate profits shrink, and previously positive economic indicators will begin trending downward. So when these factors combine, some investors become uneasy and some downright panic. Now, that action is defined as capitulation. Now, capitulation is also called panic selling. Ah, panic selling. I picture the movie, uh, I'm thinking of Trading Places. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, The guy waving the panic brokers, waving the papers, yelling, sell, 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 or or Wall Street. Yes, looking good, Lewis. Feeling good. Uh, the uh, yeah, Hollywood often uses that imagery to show panic selling. Uh, that depiction of panic selling 
it really leads people to the bear market's third stage. And in that stage, we see speculators who are willing to take on risk with the hope of profiting when the stock rebounds. The speculators often have a much shorter investment time frame than traditional investors. So as speculators start investing in the market, some prices and trading activity will increase. And in the bear market's final stage, stock prices slowly drop. And th these lower prices eventually bring investors back. And that way, it'll pave the way to the next bull market. So then a bear market is a bit like a market correction. Matt, what are some, tell us some of the differences between a bear market and a correction. Sure. So a correction is not a bear market. A bear market's therefore not a correction, though they do share some common traits. You know, corrections provide value investors an opportunity to get into the market. Now, however, because it's difficult to determine the best time to invest in a bear market, there's rarely, uh, they're rarely a good opportunity for investors, although it depends on how your plan's set up, I should say. But when you work with a financial services professional, they can help you make important financial decisions like creating investment plans to fit your unique situation. So the market is currently experiencing an extended bull market still, right? Oh, yeah. It's the, you know, it's significant. It's the longest in history. Uh, there was a 2018 CNBC article, uh, CNBC.com article. Sorry about that. It was called uh, 3,453 days later, the U.S. bull market becomes the longest on record. Now, it would be viewed as irresponsible, think to you know, think it's going to continue forever. Now the market could continue trending upward for a while, but I you know I wouldn't be surprised if it's sooner rather than later that the market comes back to earth. Although I will be the first to say I am no market prognosticator. Right, I have but never have been saying that it's going to come back down. Yeah. Sooner rather than later for the last few years. <laughs> right. Listen, there's never been a period, a single day in the market where there is not a population of chicken littles, right? The sky is oh, yeah. always going to fall, you yep. know, yep. according to someone. And those people will predict that all the time. And one out of every 485,000 times, according to an article I just made up for the purpose of this conversation, they will be right. You know, I mean, there. If you're all, if you're constantly saying the market's going to fall, the day it does, you're you're right that day. But um, <laughs> that's true. And people make and a we're living not going to name names, Jim Cramer, but there are people out there who will do that. <laughs> yeah. Now it could uh, again. I I I think this is the most important thing to remember about bear markets. We already talked about this. They they happen once on average every three and a half years, right? But where's the price of the mark, what's the price of the market today as compared to what it was 20 years ago, 40 years ago, 80 years ago? They happen, that correction will happen, that 20% drop for two or more months or quarters will happen, yet it's always bounced back. So I yeah. think it's important to remember, like I said in the beginning of the show, no bull market has lasted forever, and neither has any bear market. So when you put together a comprehensive financial plan that'll get you across the desert of those bear markets, across those recessions and depressions, that is your better way to approach it than to just worry about, you know, to be one of those capitulators or to panic sell or to freak out when things look bad. If you know it's part of the normal cycle, you can plan for it much easier. Well, and you should focus on the medium to long term, not just what other investors are doing this week. So we want to avoid that time frame that you mentioned earlier that speculators use that shorter time frame. You want to avoid that. Yeah. Well, speculators are looking at a very short horizon. They want to get in at the low and then sell quickly when the market turns in their favor. It could be very dangerous for an inexperienced investor to chase those same returns that an experienced speculator seeking. Now, I should also put in here, I have met very experienced 
investors who still freak out when these things happen and don't make the right decision. So remember that word is speculation for a reason. It's essentially gambling. Now, when the stock market success in recent years, it's important to remember there will be bad times in the future because ebb and flow between good and bad is how the markets always work. So I always like to encourage retirees, pre-retirees who have worries about what bear markets can do to their retirement savings, revisit your allocation, revisit your risk tolerance, but most importantly, put a comprehensive financial plan in place because it will address those things and it will help you span that gap in those bad times. Wow. So obviously we need to make sure we have a plan in place, uh, but how does all this impact us as individual investors? Well, okay. So if you're not properly allocated in a market correction or, or, or even a bear market hits, or maybe you've even invested more aggressively than is prudent for your particular situation, you may have greater exposure once the market downturn begins. That's when it's an advantage to have someone in your corner, a manager helping you with your money. You know, Compass, we uh, I talked about that color of money risk analysis earlier. I think that's a really great thing for people new to this whole concept to, to get their feet wet with, we go much deeper than that. It's a great tool to begin the conversation. After that's done, uh, when, when people become clients with us, we have a comprehensive plan, comprehensive financial plan put in place, and it addresses every aspect of their financial lives. We like to make their their financial future as bulletproof as possible to these bear markets. So we want, we want, looking at all sources of income and investments and spending and budgeting, literally every piece of their financial life. Um, so we always want to make sure that's in place. Uh, but having a manager that in and of itself, more people have lost more money by reacting emotionally to changes in the market than by making stupid investments. More often than not, people sell things when they're scared rather than, um, you know, abandon a plan. If they have a plan in place, it's a lot easier to stay on that roadmap to success. Well, yeah. If you have a plan in place, you can have peace of mind. Well, all the chaos goes on around you knowing, hey, we've planned for these contingencies. We're in it for the long haul, right? Oh yeah. It's a, it's one of those like uh, on land rescue situation. You know, if you spend a lot, I'd spend a lot of time on the ocean. And one of those things we do, we do like man overboard drills when it's safe, right? So when something bad happens, nobody freaks out. Right. You have a system put in place and that's compre a comprehensive financial plan is kind of that man overboard drill. You look at it, you revisit it once a year, you check it when things change and you have that man overboard drill in your financial life. So something goes haywire. It's not the first time you've thought about this. You're less likely to react emotionally to things that happen technically what all the time, every three and a half years. Right. 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 And so uh, moving on to, uh, so the solution to this to deal with a bear market and to be prepared, you have tools that you use, like the color of money risk analysis. How does that help us? So by looking at that, you get to, you know, it's this is a simple one. It's an 11 question online questionnaire. Uh, it's quickly, it clearly assesses your current financial picture. It provides the beginning for a roadmap that's designed around your risk preferences. Once you've received that color of money risk analysis score, we begin to analyze how your savings are currently allocated. Now, from there, we'll help make sure your assets are properly aligned with your risk tolerance. We use that as the starting point to really get a 
good idea where you're at, where your current attitudes are about money, about finances, savings, spending, all those things. And then we get to break it down into what we call red, yellow, and green money. And it gives you a really easy way to see how your assets should be located. Then from there, the next step would be to create that comprehensive financial plan. But the color of money risk analysis is a great way to get started with. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. So obviously, the color of money, just really quick, define those colors and what that means. Oh, yeah, Tony, sure. Uh, Red money, assets that are subject to risk and can lose value, but they also provide growth opportunity. Now, yellow money assets, they're like red money assets. They're subject to risk. They can lose value, but they're professionally managed. Professional money managers, they, they could help reduce risk and help also to provide growth opportunities. Now, green money assets have less amount of risk, they, but they may not have as much growth potential as other assets. Your money's less likely to shrink, but it's also less likely, again, to grow. So the big risk there would be you know inflation risk. Now, taking the color of money risk analysis, it's that first step, again, to identifying, labeling your assets. It can provide a financial picture and the beginnings of that roadmap built around your risk preferences. Now, after answering those 11 questions, you get that, what we call this, it's a proprietary color of money risk analysis score. And you can view that analysis yourself if you go to our website, compass-ltd.com. It's right up on the top left-hand part of the front page there. Oh, wow. That sounds great. Now, We've basically covered what we're going to cover today. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Yeah, let me let me say this. Don't ever be afraid to really revisit these things. Maybe you have some investments that don't belong there anymore. Getting rid of a bad investment, it's sometimes a hard lump to take. You know, sometimes it hurts people's pride. Sometimes it hurts their sense of confidence. Sometimes they just don't want to walk away from it. They're emotionally tied to something. Maybe they inherited some stock from their grandparents or something. But making sure, you know, purging your investments can also streamline your portfolio, make them make it work better for you, reduce reduce redundancies, get rid of overlaps and fee inefficiencies, et cetera. So you want to make sure that all the assets you have are working for you, no matter whether it's a bull market or a bear. And if you have a properly crafted plan, it's more likely to do that. You know, we want to make sure you're not having some awkward assortment of investments. Now, one of our goals at Compass is always helping people accomplish their income goals give them the right tools to help them align their tolerance and their assets. That final comprehensive financial plan that you receive through that whole process, I say final because it's a big, huge report and it covers literally every aspect of your financial life from now till, you know, estate planning issues way out in the future. Um, It helps people cover all that ground. Um, We want to make sure that those are all in place and you can do that simply. Go to the website. You can take the first steps. Go to compass-ltd.com. Fill out that color of money risk analysis report and then schedule a complimentary consultation. There's no cost, no obligation. You get to hear what we have to say. You get to choose whether you want to work with us. We get to choose whether we want to work with you. You know, we've got to have, you've got to be working from the same side of the table. So it's a great way to get started. Yeah, that is a great way. Well, you know what? We're out of time for today's episode, but before we go, let our listeners know that phone number and web address one more time. Okay, you call 800-339-9252, or you can visit the website at compass-ltd.com. All right, and that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. 
For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. A registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities LLC and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.